For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Just obliterates the guy in a peelback block. I mean, he knocked him from here to Sunday. Hey, welcome back in. 10 o'clock hour of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. It is the fastest hour in sports radio. Woo, feels good to be back. You know what that means, though. What does it mean? We're giving away a haircut We're later. giving away a haircut. And let's see, what double-digit number do we want for <laughs> oh, that yeah. phone call? Recon stands on the phone 42 times. Yeah. This is exciting. Can't wait till that happens. He's listening very intently, which is good. Uh, people forget that the Fast Sour in Sports Radio is brought to you by Aloe. Uh, thinking better, faster Wi-Fi at home. Now's the time to switch to Aloe. They're... Wi-Fi 6 Blast router is included with 500 meg and 1 gig internet plans. This router is a serious powerhouse, a dump truck, if you will, providing better speed, range, and signal throughout your home. Call Allo today, 402-480-6550, or chat with them online at allofiber.com. Keys and peas, it is time. I have created a song in my head. I will not be performing it live. (laughs) Just as long as you perform it and it is recorded it at may, some point. I, I, I will record it. We can we can take care of that. Yes. So next, we'll only have one more week of Keys and Peas. The fastest hour in sports will never die, but the Keys and Peas If remains. If Nebraska basketball would just play better, then we could do Keys and Peas for like weekend uh, weekend Big Ten games. Yeah, we could throw them in there. Yeah. So we, it doesn't have to completely die. Um, the song... Just for a sneak preview, is to the tune of "Meet the Mets." For some reason, can't explain why. Uh, great news: the Royals jerseys are out, and I hate them. <laughs> so, there's your worse. there's your update for me. 
they could have changed their name. <laughs> they could have they could have dropped their sign on the concrete. Yeah. No, they can't afford a new outfit. <laughs> that was a great that was a great tweet. Everyone go look at Schaefer's tweet about uh, not being able to afford an outfielder now <sighs> because they dropped their team store sign on the Guess sidewalk. It's Bradley Zimmer again. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh Kidoba guy says I have a recording of Happer singing I'm a genie in a bottle if you guys want it. I we have a recording of we have a recording of that. How do you have a recording of that? <laughs> like an MP3? I don't know why that hit me so hard. There is a recording of me singing Genie in a Bottle. I like the idea that it's a bootlegged version, though, that this guy has. <laughs> it's like a recording of a recording. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, yeah. So we're going to move past the Royals' uniform choices today. We're going to move right past it. Uh, I, I was expecting it to look a lot worse than your sort of reaction to it. Well, they just didn't they didn't have to change their road jerseys, which are already fine, to make them more dumb, like more simple and more dumb. Like they just they took off the cursive Kansas City and just put letters that say Kansas City. And now they just look like a created jersey on MLB the show. Uh, and I thought they were going to do a, a whole... My team uses clip art. Your team <laughs> uses create a jersey. I thought they were going to do like a whole powder blue uniform because everybody... We were talking about that the other day. Yeah, powder blue Everybody in, in Major League Baseball is doing that now. And the Royals already have a powder blue Sunday uniform that they use. They just tweaked it a little bit and also didn't make them wear powder blue pants. They just Oh, you wanted the powder blue pants? Yeah, I wanted the full powder blue uniform for the effect. Ooh. Fresh powder Sundays. That's what they could have been. That's fine. The Royals will always find a way to to disappoint. Um, keys. All right, keys. Nebraska, Wisconsin. Well, it sort of goes without saying. You have to slow down Wisconsin's running game because you want Graham Mertz to be throwing the football. Are you saying stop the run Saturday? Wow, we have a, a we have a same key. It's look. It's probably the most important key to the whole thing. If uh, I, I just hope that Nebraska football doesn't take after Nebraska. Because this is like, you know, each week, and I don't know if it's exactly this way, each week, each game, you go into it with a game plan, and you say, based on the opponent, you say, what are we going to have to do to win this game? Basically, what is the opponent's, when are the opponents at their best? For Nebraska ball against Creighton, it's when Creighton is in transition. So what's the number one point for Nebraska ball to take away on Tuesday against Creighton? Stop them in transition. Get back in transition. What did Nebraska not do against Creighton on Tuesday? Stop them in transition. Or even try in transition, really, at all. Or shoot the three. What is it against, or Wis- rebound. What is it against or- Wisconsin? Stop the run. Yeah. When are th- When is Wisconsin at their best? When they're running. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they will do this to an adequate degree. Like, I don't think that they're, they're going to completely take Allen out of the game. Um, but I, I do think that you can make Wisconsin really have to earn it. I think Nebraska can, can force some third downs and get some wins that way. I think by their nature, Wisconsin's going to be more conservative uh, and not want to just set up Nebraska for field position because of that defense. So you could see this kind of being a game where it, it plays into what Nebraska really likes defensively, which is forcing teams to have to make long drives against them by eliminating big plays, by you know curtailing some big runs, and just saying, okay, if this is what you're going to do, like we don't think you can just 
drive it down the field in 14 plays. We're going to get a stop at some point here. Or, more importantly, we're going to make Graham Mertz do it if you're going to do that. Yeah, if there's one thing that Nebraska has been good at, um, especially when you compare this defense to the last couple, I mean, we can go to 2000, the 2019 game. That's the most recent time Nebraska's played Wisconsin. I mean, if there's one thing that this defense is definitely better at than that one, it's stopping the big play, not allowing the big play, the explosive play on the defensive side of the ball. They have done that pretty consistently. Yeah, and teams, year. you know, like teams are eventually – like Jackson Smith Najigba had a seventy-five yard touchdown. Like it, it, it happens. It's not completely devoid of big. But plays. like while it's annoying to watch them just prod their way down the field, um, they it's not running up on them quickly, right? Yeah. Um, and that's important. And then when you get down to the red zone, you give yourselves a chance to get off the field or stop them for three. Yep. And Nebraska's going to have to do that a whole bunch. I, you know, so. The explosive plays for Wisconsin on the offensive side of the ball are going to be a huge key to this. If they if they're busting off thirty plus yard runs, and Nebraska's in trouble, or if they hit a long one or two for a touchdown, they're in really big yep. trouble. You know, so if you can keep that thing reined in a little bit, because they're not going to stop doing it, right? Right. Like just like Iowa, Iowa's to a little smaller a, a, a smaller degree, but like. If they're running it and getting three yards of carry and then on third down they fall short and they have to punt, next time they get it back, they're not going to stop doing it. They're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. I. So that – this you could argue this is the same kind of key, but it becomes imperative for Nebraska to be consistent with the run fits because the thing that happens in these games and what killed them in like 2019, for example – is that they would play a good game in base defense for 75 to 80% of it. But it would be yep. one to four plays that someone didn't fill correctly and they would just get absolutely torched on it. And this defense, more than the last couple years, has been pretty good at, at consistently doing what's asked of them. And so that's why guys like Luke Reimer, Nick Henrich, really big Saturdays for them. And and. This is another reason why I don't expect Nebraska to just go away because these guys are, are two players that are going to be back for you next year, two guys that are, uh, you know, really strong competitors that are looking forward to the matchup against a team that wants to run at them. And it's kind of a, you know, an, what, an intestinal fortitude kind of thing. Like, you you got you to gotta be able to, to, you know, man up. Man up. So Big Ten football. That's that's kind of the challenge of a team like Wisconsin and, and Nebraska being the competitors that they are, and especially on the defensive side. I expect them to be ready for that. So I said at the beginning of the year, um, and it's held true, I said at the beginning of the year that Nebraska would not have one single game where they allow more than 240 rushing yards. Um, it Like I said, it's held true. Am I worried about it this week? Yes. Really? Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Interesting. I Is this the best rushing team that they have faced? I think at this point in the year... Um, like I said, I think Ohio State could have done a lot more. Yeah, but didn't. But didn't. Um, but I think it, at this point in the year, it feels like they're in a really good spot. I would not be surprised if Braylon Allen has a similar game to D- Henderson. Henderson. Okay, I thought, I thought you were going to say Kenneth Walker. No, I, that would be a, a significant. But like they could load him up where he gets 25 carries and just hangs out right around 100 yards. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that Wisconsin's able to move the ball particularly well um, because they, they don't have those other athletes that spread, you know, that force Nebraska to have to spread out. And uh, if, if Damian Daniels plays well and can create spaces for those linebackers to clean up tackles, again, no JoJo Doman, but I, I want to see if we get more Chris Kolarovich, Luke Reimer, Nick Henrich on the field all at the same time. If you try to go a little bit more that format, obviously Isaac Gifford's going to be involved at the JoJo Doman role. I think if he's healthy, big opportunity for Blaze Gunnarsson to kind of be a little bit of a power component there. I there there could be some different players because this is a little bit different of an offense than Nebraska has faced so far. I mean, it, it's it's simultaneously concerning, but has opportunity in that it is not explosive beyond the running game. You're just not worried about Danny Davis taking the top off the defense. Here. Nope. Or you shouldn't be, but if there's a breakdown, there's a breakdown. Yeah, and that's the key in this game in particular is even bigger than it. <laughs> I mean, they not only because they do it really well, but also because if you shut it down, that's your window of opportunity yep. to winning the game. Um, the biggest rushing game Nebraska has given up this year by an opponent is 2 of 4 against Michigan. Um, they were averaging 4.9 yards a carry in that game. Oklahoma ran for five and a half yards a carry. They just didn't commit to it. They just didn't quite commit to it enough. Uh, Ohio State, that Ohio State number looks really good, uh, but they also did a lot in the passing game. 30 carries for 90 yards yep. a couple weeks against ago against Ohio State. I mean, that's that's kind of where it starts and ends for me. I mean, there's, there's more keys here, and we can flip over to Nebraska's offensive side of the ball. They're going to have to do something that they haven't been able to do this year, which is put together at least a couple nice, long, sustained drives. If nothing else, just to give their own defense a little bit of a rest. Uh huh. And, and really, I, I don't know that the points that you get at the end of those drives are – like the points are going to be at a premium because the possessions are going to be at a premium, so you have to get – you have to score every opportunity that you have – However, it's more about extending the drives and giving your defense a little bit of a break. And, you know, so like I said, when you have scoring opportunities, you have to take advantage of them. However, you're doing half of the job by if you get a nine play drive, a 10 play drive that moves deep into opponent territory. You don't want to give up points, but 
that's a big part of Nebraska's offense's job tomorrow. Do they have it in them? Is is the, how does Nebraska's run game stack up against Wisconsin's front seven? They're really good linebackers as always, and they're always stout defensive line. Not well, not very well at all. Um, so I'm curious to see how Nebraska schemes that up a little bit. Um, Do you think you see a lot of option? Well, I, I think they got to go scheme. You know, they have to scheme them a little bit. I don't think they're gonna. I, I mean, Nebraska can't just. Roll well, I don't out think there. they're gonna ram it at them. <laughs> just go power on power and have that be successful. I'm not sure that that's the right call uh, I, tomorrow, but it, it only it only works to a certain degree because you don't have as good of a conventional run game as you want. And like it sure. all, it all kind of works off of that. Um, so I think they're probably going to be a little bit dependent on the big play, the 50, 50 balls, whatever it might be. And if you can hit one or two of them, you're going to be in it. You know, that's, that's kind of it for like Nebraska's offense is living on the edge. Yeah. It's uh small margin for error for sure. No doubt about it. And the three games that Wisconsin has lost this year, and of course those were three out of the four, first four games of the season, opponents held them into the teens. That's what I think Nebraska would have to do again on Saturday. Uh, and then they would have to they would have to, uh, to be able to put up points because in the rest of those contests, the most points that Wisconsin has allowed is 14. So it's a uh, – I, I, I find this game – I wish Nebraska was better for a variety of reasons, but there's something about this game that's kind of compelling in the way that Nebraska has played the previous two times that these staffs have met and that Adrian Martinez was involved, and then just how Nebraska's defense plays. That I think this is a much tougher matchup for Wisconsin than that it will get credit for. Okay. Uh, because definitely, I mean, personnel wise, they're used to seeing what they're seeing. I mean, yeah. Nebraska's throwing a, a little bit of a different thing at them. Mm hmm. So I, I am uh, I I would like to see a little bit of option. Try to get them side to side a little bit, and then the the big thing is Adrian's going to have to be willing to hang in, deliver the passes with more accuracy than what he's done in the past, and they're going to have to get lucky a couple times on some of. The, and lucky's maybe the wrong word, but when a guy breaks open in the way that Samari Toure did against Ohio State, like if you can get that against a Wisconsin you have to really maximize those few opportunities that present themselves and that's not always something Nebraska's done a great job of because it's 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 going to be tough sledding for a variety of reasons let's take a phone call here from the Honda Looking Hotline we have Chris on the line hi Chris hey guys great show well Nebraska's played two teams like this this year and both teams dominated Nebraska for long periods of time um Illinois and, and Minnesota so i I don't know that this is going to go a whole lot different. They match up great against the Nebraska defense. They don't want to make big plays. They're just going to go down the field and pound it and pound it and pound it. If they're, they're happy with three, five yards a shot and occasionally dumping over to the tight end. Uh, so this is not a particularly good matchup for Nebraska. And, uh, and, the, and the thoughtful thing to understand is Wisconsin's defense uh, is better than the stats show because they've given up a lot of pick sixes, if I remember right. A lot of the points they've given up have nothing to do with the defense. Um has to do with their, you know, less than great quarterback. Yeah, early in the season that was definitely our best the case. Is, is to stop the run, but we couldn't stop the run against Minnesota or Illinois. Um, 
against the, a similar type of team. You know, we stopped the run against some other teams, but against these uh, Big Ten West schools, we just have never shown much ability to stop the run for long periods of time. Um, and so, I, I mean, I, I think it's, I think this is going to possibly be the backbreaker game. I mean, it might be something like 34 to 10 or something. Um, we might not have the, the nerve to come back, but you know, the, the one small hope, as you guys said, is if we can, you know, we have some minor changes that have, that have been made. Although I don't know that, you know, losing your best defensive player and, and replacing them is, you know, necessarily, you know, he was, he was a best, our best player for a reason. Um, and even played injured for a reason. Um, so, uh, but I do think that the, we haven't shown well against this type of team in the Big Ten West, not only this year, but in four or five years. So, yeah. Thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate it. I, I, Wisconsin, you know, it's not unique in the in the style of football that they play for the Big Ten West, but it's unique in that they're they're kind of like the the best at it, and they they do it their own way. Like I wouldn't call Minnesota similar to them even though what they're what they're like the result of what they're doing is the same they both want to they both want to run the ball i think minnesota does a a lot better job of first of all getting playmakers in one-on-one spaces Mm -hmm. and then like i mean recruiting them and then also utilizing them so using the quarterback as a distributor that's what they look like when they're at their best and they're not so much a straightforward let's bull you over team they're kind of like let's Let's put our running backs back there and we'll, you know, let them make decisions. We remember yeah. those guys kind of dancing around back there against Nebraska and then they get assignment unsound and all of a sudden, you know, they're gone. I, it's, it's, it's a little bit different in the way of attack. I, I don't disagree with the point. It, it's interesting that those are the two games that Chris used as an example because I guess if I just came to you and I was like, if I told you right now, that Wisconsin ran for the same amount of yardage as Minnesota and Illinois or either one of those games. 182 and 167. Yeah, I mean, those aren't that's not an impressive amount of is for a team that has to rely on the run. I mean, where Minnesota and Illinois beat Nebraska is that the starting quarterback for Minnesota was 20 and 24. Yeah, Nebraska's been weirdly good. I mean, we talked about that number one key thing. Yeah. Nebraska's been weirdly good at taking that away or mitigating. Right, they haven't done yeah. enough against quarterbacks that aren't, you know, so that's where Graham, like Graham Mertz, Graham Mertz is even less accurate than Tanner Morgan. Tanner Morgan went 20 of 24. He had a, a pretty good day minus those two interceptions. Um, so I, it's... It's funny because if it, I would sign up right now for Wisconsin to finish today with 43 carries, 182 yards, and a touchdown. And if you tell me that, I think Nebraska is a great shot at winning this game. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I totally get where Chris is coming from because they sat on the ball for a while. But the reason they sat on the ball is because Arthur Sikowski was 12 of 15 and Tanner Morgan was 20 of 24. Yep. They kept getting short passes I'm not convinced that Wisconsin can do that but I'm also probably betting more on Nebraska providing a little bit more of press coverage than they have in those other two games maybe they won't and so maybe it is just going to be Graham Mertz dinking and dunking 
But I also um, think they're just better at running the ball. Than yeah, those teams, they so. are. But that's that's what I mean, though. If 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 I can sign up right now for a four point two yard per carry yeah, average, yeah, yeah, lock me in. And and remember, I mean, this is coming off like seven straight years of Jonathan Taylor yeah. running for two fifty well, and one hundred eighty two <laughs> yards for for Minnesota. I mean, some of that was a fifty six yard backbreaker that they had at the end of the game too. Mm-hmm. So both teams, Illinois had like a forty was a forty five yard run. So each of them had like one really long run. And then the rest of it was having to kind of grind it out. I, I felt like Nebraska played pretty good run defense in both of those games. All right. Um, like I said, want to hear from you guys here. 402-464-5685. That is the keys to Nebraska beating Wisconsin on Saturday. We'll pick the game a little bit later on. Nebraska is a nine-point underdog going into tomorrow afternoon's tilt on ABC. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Chris Bazin on the Lincoln Journal Star will join us next. We'll have our golf shot of the week. We will talk some hoops with him. I believe he's in route or going to be in, in route to Wisconsin this afternoon. I don't know who's covering basketball tonight. The skeleton crew covering basketball tonight. It's probably Clark. I guess so. There's no more softball you, games. You're covering cover. basketball tonight? Nope. Brunts is covering basketball tonight. Brunts is covering basketball tonight? So, yeah. Someone will be there. All right, we'll take a quick break. Baz is up next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.